0: This is Dead Eye Dave, and we're back here at Reasonably Real. I am so excited. We're really excited to get this thing going. What are you laughing about? Steady Steve over there? Oh, Steven Senegal? I
1: didn't go anywhere. I never left. That's your own fault. Oh, you guys tried to run me off. That's, that's,
0: so you're saying you've been sitting in this chair for over a year.
1: I have done nothing since October and right. waiting on your phone call, and, you know, so, and now here I am. We're here. I've been discovered again, right? Yes.
2: What's up, Maniac Mike? Oh, nothing much. Excited to be back. It's going to be a good day. We're going to watch Renfield tonight. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to see it I've Heard good things from people I like. And, and there uh, was
1: much rejoicing. I had. I got to get two buckets of popcorn, one to eat, and one to put over my head.
0: One <laughs> to so so put I over your be, head?
1: I can't be seen.
0: What for? Crowd not good enough for you? Going to bring in people like me?
1: Yeah, I can't be seen with you.
0: <laughs> That's fair. And if you haven't read the title, today we are actually talking about our favorite movies of 2022, because believe it or not, we haven't done that episode yet. Nope. But... The good news is it's a good way to catch us back up in the grand scheme of things. Now, a couple things we're going to talk about before we start, just some housekeeping stuff. We're going to go back to a monthly show for now um, and see where we're at. And uh, so you'll hear from us every month. We'll come up with some topics and, um, yeah, just more, I would say, meaningful, maybe not the right word, but more substantial topics for us to talk about so we're not quite scrounging together some topics and uh to find time to uh do it but yeah i'm really excited to get this thing back going
2: and uh hopefully y'all are too but i've looked forward to it for the last couple of weeks since we've been putting this together i really have you
0: know it's been it's been in the the workings we talked about it <clears throat> and and it got delayed just a little bit because i started a new job but we're here and i love my job actually First time in a long time. It's a good, good gig. Um, and it's always good to find that spot, and I'm getting better at uh, mentally and, and everything. So I appreciate everyone checking on me, too. But enough of the housekeeping. Steady, Steve.
1: You're yes. going to
0: start us off. I, I know you. we're going to do honorable mentions, but you have some dishonorable
1: Well, I, I've mentions. got my honorable mentions, if you want to call them that. As I usually break my list down uh and separation and uh, separate them out a little bit so i've got my best documentary series or specials list um which are my honorable mentions so either way uh the english which was an excellent series if you get a chance to see that it's really good 1883 the spinoff which is kind of last year but it did come out real late last Mm -hmm. in, in 2021 It counts on IMDb, at least, as this year. But the 1883 is, uh, in my opinion, better than Yellowstone, actually. Whoa! Um, um, And uh, number three for the top ones uh, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Christmas special. Mm. If if you haven't seen that, it is awesome. It's really good. Um, I watched a thing called Oppie, which is a really interesting story of the two Mars rovers. Mm. One was Opportunity, and the other is... uh, can't think of it, but this one, the oppi, uh, Opportunity, is the one that lasted longer. So, a lot of the movies or that documentaries on that. Huh. It is really interesting and, and goes into a lot of the science of how they made them things survive that long. Cool. And uh, so, there are a few others, but none worth mentioning. Those four are all excellent. If you're into that kind of thing, then I highly recommend them. And I also do want to mention the worst films of the year that I have seen. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. One is Disenchanted. That's the number four. That thing sucked. Um, don't even bother. Yeah, it's not worth it. Uh, this, the music's terrible. It's just the whole thing, I think, is terrible. Uh, Halloween Ends. I don't know Whoa. where you guys find out, but I thought that was a waste it's of time. Low. Uh, Jurassic World. Yep, that's another loser. Yep. Now, they may not Whoa. be the worst films, but the dollar value there, you know, they put some... Yeah. It's just a waste of time. But the absolute worst film, of the year, hands down, easy selection, had a bomb called Moonfall. I mean, that is... That, <laughs> did that is, come
0: out last year? Yeah, yeah. Very,
1: very early. No, because
0: I, I remember watching it, and because I went to a midnight showing, because I went to go see Jackass uh, forever.
1: I would rather watch then, that. You but know know I watched it I hate before,
0: dolls. because, you know, like how we did the showings at AMC, so there was a Friends and Family, so I went to go see that. And stuck around for the friends and family. that did two showings, and me and one other employee went to go see Moonfall.
2: Yeah, uh, it <laughs> came out like January, February. Yeah,
1: Twenty-two films. Uh, I just,
0: uh, I can't believe it. I don't have it on my uh, list. Uh,
1: Roland Emmerich, and it's it. Yeah, no, it's a. I think oh, yeah. I gave up. That,
0: that would be very low on my and, list. Yeah,
1: you know, there's. That, it's easily the worst film of the year. Uh, that I've seen now I didn't spend near as much time as we used to thanks to Dave not being at home hunting out terrible films but uh, that one sucked
0: wow definitive
1: yeah Uh, it's easily the worst film of the year so yeah uh, I I fell asleep yeah uh, I wish I would have
0: it was at midnight
1: so I I fell asleep you kind of wasted your time
0: yeah I I probably should have stayed home (laughs) maniac Mike Right. Time for your honorable and maybe some dishonorable mentions.
2: All right. Uh, my dishonorable, uh, I'll call them most disappointing movies of the year. Um, and one of them, who's, which I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, Ooh. I will always rail against those movies after the first one. Um, because uh, Spicy. It, it stinks that the, the series did get canned, it is canceled.
1: Oh, is it? Yes. I hadn't heard that.
2: Uh, I I heard that it did get canceled, which stinks, because there was a lot of good actors in it, but they kind of did it to themselves by spinning wheels and wasting time and wasting people's time and money, and the people voted with their wallets. Um, Make a good movie, people will come to see it. That's Sometimes.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, okay, yes. (laughs) Uh, With a franchise this big, yes. On
1: average. You and I disagree a little bit on that one, but it's not a great film either. It's not going to be in my top ten.
2: And then uh, actually a movie that's already been mentioned, Halloween Ends, uh, that was a a disappointing movie for me. I'm really sorry, Jody. (laughs) I'm not going to say it's bad, but I was disappointed in that film. I was too. So those are my two uh, disappointments of the year. And then, so for my honorable mentions, uh, just to give a a preface this a little bit, I do have a couple shows in here that I think deserve to be thrown in there. Okay. Um, So the first one is I want to shout out uh, Better Call Saul had their their series finale in twenty twenty two. Uh, that is a fantastic show. It's dry humor, witty slapstick. Bob Odenkirk's a genius.
0: Can I tell you that I finally oh. watched that? By the way, good. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, good. I caught up before the season or the that that ended. It's great.
2: Yeah, it's it's a fantastic show. There's a lot of emotion in it too, especially that last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Better Call Saul, the the final season, uh, the series finale happened. Uh, very very good. I do also want to shout out uh, Stranger Things season 4. Very good. Um, there there's a lot of mem- memorable moments that's come out of season 4 and uh, I really do think they kind of took the characterization and the storytelling to a next the, the next level in this one. Uh, where it's it's always kind of been superficial and a little bit clichéic uh, this one, they, they really stretched their legs in some of the writing and oh, yeah. the way they told the story. Uh, Vecna was really, really cool and really, really good. Yeah. Um, can't wait to see how it's going to finally resolve itself because rumor has it season five is going to be the last season of, of Stranger Things. Um, and then to get into a few movies, uh, Violent Night. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> really stick fun. with uh, some Stranger <laughs> Things actors. But Violent Night, uh, you know, the, the Violent Santa movie, that, that movie's awesome. I uh, do want to shout out Jackass Forever and honorable mentions. Uh, that movie just came oh, out. Yeah. I think whenever it needed to, so to speak. Everybody needed a good palate cleanser, and uh, oh man, it's so good. Oh, palate cleanser is the wrong word because they drink some nasty, awful stuff, and there's that. a lot of vomit. Anyways, <laughs> uh, it, it's a for fans of those type of movies, and then. Especially like my age group and even a little younger, uh, there's a lot of nostalgic and they a lot of nostalgia to them, and they actually hit on that nostalgia about how they're getting older and growing yeah. older and not being able to do some of the same stuff. They they go into that, and I really really like that. Oh yeah. Uh, my last honorable mention is a completely off the radar movie that not a lot of people have heard about out the, out of outside of horror f- uh film circles, uh, but that's Deadstream. Mm. Um if you like evil dead check this one out it it um, is a new twist on kind of the evil dead genre it's not going to be for everybody it's goofy a uh, super low budget uh it's really set all in one place with just like two or three four actors in the whole movie uh but it's funny it pokes fun at a lot of things that i personally like making fun of um and, and it swings at a lot of people and a lot of different uh, cliches and tropes. YouTubers, Twitch streamers, stuff like that. Nice. And it's a it's a good time. Uh, so Deadstream it is on Shutter. Uh, I do believe it. I don't know if it's a Shutter original or uh, one of them I that they've licensed, was. but I, I think it is. Um, but if if you're looking for something kind of off the wall, check out Deadstream. So those <laughs> are my honorable mentions.
0: Heck yeah. Good deal. I guess it's my turn. And um, for dishonorable mentions, I've got a few. Um, Jeepers Creepers Reborn is to me the worst movie of the year. I skipped it. <laughs> it's really bad. It's pretty pretty sad, you know, that they had a palate cleanse moment because the director is. I don't even know if it's alleged at this point that he's kind of a scumbag.
2: Yeah, he pretty much is.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he molested, allegedly molested a boy during a movie, and, um, and I think he went to prison for it and got out. Uh, but they get a new director, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Jeepers Creepers without feeling weird by watching it and supporting it. Well, I feel just as bad because <laughs> this thing sucked. <laughs> Morbius. Oh, boy. Do I need to But Morbius is... That's my number one film of the year. It's Morbin time.
1: That's all right. We'll wait to hear your review on why. Um, I haven't seen it. I don't know. You'll be waiting a while. And
0: just <laughs> The rapid fire, a few Jurassic World, which you said, Halloween Ends, which you said. Um, and then the last one I wanted to talk about was called The Bubble, and it was a Netflix movie, I believe. And, well, I, I just want to say, I'm glad everyone forgot this movie. I wish I could. It was a movie about filming during COVID time. No one wants to remember that. They made a movie about a year after a lot of lockdowns started coming out to remind everyone how terrible it was. It's a stupid choice, terrible humor, and basically wanting you to feel bad for all these people that had everything during COVID when most people had nothing. It was yep. as tone-deaf an attempt at a movie as I've ever seen. So that's why thank I you wanted for, to talk about
2: it. Thank you for marking those off my list. If you want to watch a good COVID movie and it directly ties in with how the movie is, watch Host, Host another show yeah. original. Yeah. And it, it's directly impacted by COVID, and they, it's discussed in the movie. And just watch Host. That's, that's it's a really great movie.
0: Good. And only an hour. Yeah, it's an really hour good. long. My honorable mentions, so stuff I liked, other than The Last of Us TV show, I will want to throw that in there too. that's... Uh, uh, oh, wait, that's this year. That's 2023. Oh, crap. Too bad. I still wanted to good say show. it. But that
2: show's awesome. But I agree, it is awesome.
0: Jackass Forever. Yeah. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I got that's the good, shirt. Good show. Black Phone. Knives Out Glass Onion. Cha Cha Real Smooth. And Men. Are my honorable mentions some some really heavy hitters? This was actually a really good year.
2: I, I think year I end. think you just mentioned The Last of Us because the unbearable weight of massive talent. You know they Pedro Pascal connection. True. So True. I mean, you just had him on the brain. True. Yeah, it's a movie I've seen more on
0: TikTok and
2: memes and stuff. Oh my I've, gosh! I can't not see it. And some of them are funny, but no, I, I'm okay. I've seen a lot of them now.
0: <laughs> but we got our official top ten lists to get into. Steven Senegal, I'll let you start
1: off. Oh, I get of to time. start that, too. So my number ten film of the year is one David just mentioned, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Kind of this year's Coda. Kind of had that vibe to it. Yeah. Not quite as good as Coda, but pretty close. Uh, decent little family film. I really had a good time with that one. So if you haven't seen it, check out Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Good stuff. I like it a lot. So my number
2: 10, it's a little bit of a cheating pick because it is a series, but it was a series I expected nothing from and got a ton out of it. Starring Sylvester Stallone, of all people. Whoa! Tulsa Tulsa King. King. That show is hilarious. Oh wow. Um, you know, and and it makes fun of makes fun of him for being old. Is it that good? It's, I didn't know it. it's it's a good. good show. Okay. Um it was uh the highest rated show of last year over um House of the Dragon. It, it blew wow. them all out of the water. I need to watch this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good show. It is I good. I've it.
1: seen it. I don't I didn't have it that high, but it is a really good film or a really good series. Yep. Cool. I'll
2: and check it out. And it's like nine episodes or so, and it's it's good. Yeah, there's Heck another yeah. season I think is supposed to come out this fall, maybe. Yep. It was greenlit yeah. immediately after the first season finale for season two. Wait, not? You're, wow. You're, I didn't know
0: anything about it other yep. than I heard it was good. It's good
1: film. Or a good show.
0: Nice. Well, I like that. That's already helping me out. There we go. I got some recommendations. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish is my number ten. <laughs> Absolutely love this movie. Seriously, it's. I never thought uh, this movie would have hit the list. Now, there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't have thought that. I appreciate and enjoy Shrek to a certain level, but I don't like it that much. And I just can't believe I liked this. It's got a brilliant art style. If you love that end of the Spider-Verse kind of 2D type action style you will love this and it's got a cool character there's a really cool dog that's like a bounty hunter type thing i don't want to spoil anything for those that haven't watched it that thing looks rad i'm talking this is awesome and the movie's funny and i love the art i love the voice acting um beautifully well and it's unique it looks unique um, and in a time with animated movies that look the same, I think I really appreciate that. So my number ten is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish.
1: I will agree that it's a good film. Uh, the um, his uh, the uh, his other standalones, I did not care much for. No, I didn't. I do like Shrek, and I thought that he was a great character in Shrek, in a, in a small yeah. role. But he's helped out some by some really good characters mm. with him in this film. He's not really by himself. Yeah, no, he's a star, no. Star, yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, he's not by himself.
0: Yeah, you get some really good side characters here for sure. So it's a good film, and it uses some like not well-known like nursery rhymes and stuff like that 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 are really cool in it. All right, Steven Senegal, watch your number ten. Or I got nine.
1: Number nine comes in with Jake Gyllenhaal's ambulance. Uh-oh. Ambulance. So uh, that's yeah. a that's a wild ride. Michael Bay did that one right. Oh, uh-huh. uh, he finally did. So uh, it's. Uh, I can't think of the other guy that's with him. Um, Played in Candyman. Yeah, uh, you know they're all him. Him. Both of those guys in the in the uh, just about everybody in the film plays a really good role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to believe that you can make a really good film from the back of an ambulance, almost all of it. But it is a really good film. Are sitting on the edge of your seat the, the whole time?
0: The entire time. Bro.
1: It's it's a ride, yep. and it uh, it's is. a really good film. So Ambulance is my number nine. That one was
2: close to making it on my list. It's just a little bit long.
0: It is a little
2: long. A little, but I never got bored with it. Yep. So my number nine, it's <laughs> actually already been mentioned. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday yeah. Special.
1: <laughs> I have to say, it might have made my list if it wasn't a special. So that's the reason why I well, have it, this it secondary well it this a secondary list. This thing.
0: post can than this can.
1: blew me away.
2: Like, I watched it and I texted everybody that I knew. I said, You got to watch. Steve, I remember I texted you and you're like, I don't know if I want to. I said, Honestly, I it's, a, it. it's a great Christmas show. And it really does capture, like, the, the greatness of Christmas and just uh, friendship and giving, and it's got a lot of heart, and it's hilarious as all get-out. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah um, it's, it's a good
2: show. The point of the show is is uh, uh, Drax and uh, Mantis, Mantis travel somewhere to uh, find the best present they can for, for Quill because <laughs> he's lost the Christmas spirit. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you where they go or what they have to or what they find, but it's hilarious. Go watch that. It's awesome. I am hoping that comes out in a physical copy. Yeah. Good luck. So yes, I will buy it. But yeah. who knows? My number nine Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Solid pick.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. That was really good. Number nine Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And this was uh, really, really, really good in every way. It's uh, the only problem with it. I could really say is I don't know how much kids are going to like this.
1: It's not a kids. It does not feel like a kids movie.
0: Now it's not inappropriate. They just may be bored to tears and not really understand the subtext.
2: And it might be a little bit horrifying. It yeah. is kind it of pretty horrifying.
1: scary. Yeah, yeah. Not, not scary. It's like, yeah, why is that? Well, I mean, the original don't animated way. Pinocchio had its
2: had its scary moments as well, but this one really takes that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I will say, while it didn't make my top ten list, uh, the animation in it is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's really, really beautiful. Yes.
0: so I like it. I like it. So my number nine is Pinocchio. Steven Senegal, what's your number eight?
1: Well, uh, n- number eight, I got well, uh, pretty much a consensus pick, I think, amongst most of the Oscar contenders as for Best Film of the Year, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, it is an excellent film. It's gorgeous, has everything going for it. Just didn't hit me like some war pictures normally would. Um, it is very long. It's should I watch it? I think you will appreciate the film. It's it's a it's it's an art film. Um, is
0: it better than 1917?
1: It's similar.
0: Better than Dunkirk.
1: Probably better than Dunkirk. Okay. Uh, I think 1917 was a little better than Dunkirk, uh, but uh, it tells a straightforward story, a lot like 1917 does, uh, and it's it's gorgeous. Uh, it's from a horrific right. point of view, uh, but uh, does its job. I did not know that movie had been made three times. This was its third mm-hmm. time. So either way, but I get why it's an Oscar contender. That's I, been I a really do. But book, the, it's been a play. It's yeah. really. Yeah, it's it's a very well worn story that's true yeah. and uh, so get out and see that if cool. if war pictures are your thing not for the faint of heart obviously it's a very graphic depiction of World War one yep. you know so all right Mike what you got all right my number eight
2: had everybody looking to the skies when it released and that's Jordan Peele's nope yeah yeah uh, this is just good entertainment. Uh, it kind of brought the sci-fi, a little bit of cheesiness to it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it also had some a uh, little bit heavier topics like how media is, per- like how well how films portrayed nowadays and yeah. a little bit desensitized. Like it, it went into some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's a good movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Jordan Peele is now
1: three for three. I 100% agree with that. Um, and my concept? number eight, nope. And one of the things I like about Jordan Peele's films is they even appeal to the fringe, kind of scary, not not really horror, especially it's this a horror one. film. This one, this it, one's it, probably the one that went the furthest out there. Yeah,
2: us did too, but this one really went out there. What was uh, what was the
1: first one? Get out, get out, get out. I really liked us. Left me a little bit. Uh, this one, I think, is not as good as Get Out, but uh, it's, uh, it is a very good film. I like it. It might come up.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll come up for me, too. All right. I guess it's up to me. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is my number eight. I liked it a lot. First time I watched it, I liked it a little bit less than a lot of other people. But on a second watch, I started to get it. And why so many people liked it. And finding that really cool story and something mundane as doing taxes, which is perfect time to start talking about that with Tax Day coming up. So really good movie, though. Really, really good. I liked Everything Everywhere all at once quite a bit, and it's my number eight.
1: Yeah, that's one. Uh, I, I, I bought a Redbox copy of it and uh, just so I could watch it again. Um, it's a lot better because, the second time. Because, you know, that's what a lot of people have said. I didn't like it that much the first go around. It's hard to follow because there's watch.
0: so much.
1: Yeah. All right, All right. so uh, my next, uh, my number seven film mm. is Blackbird. Um, that's the one, um, that's kind of a crime drama story. Um, I've uh, not heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Netflix, I believe. Is it good? Or uh, yeah, it's well, really I
0: good. mean, I guess it would be. I, got, a I gave it, a,
1: <laughs> I gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, it's a really good story, and uh, you know the guy that plays Richard Jewell, that what's his name, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, mm-hmm. is creepy as all get out. Okay, I remember you telling me about uh, that. He's, he is really creepy in this film. They right. go to prison, and uh, it's it is a. It's a true story. You now I'm thinking about it. it's been a long time since I seen it but I'm pretty sure it's a true story and they sent this one guy back in prison to try to find out what you know get a little more uh, detail on this guy. All uh-huh. right. And uh it's it's pretty interesting and like unlike a lot of prison films I'm like yeah I guess I can see that, you know, huh. as a former prison employee, you know, yeah that probably would work that way. Uh it wasn't anything real ignorant, you know. So but uh, yeah, Black Blackbird, check it out.
2: All right, good deal. Maniac Mike, it's up to you. All right, my number seven, and uh, I had heard a lot of hype about this movie, and it deserved most of it. Uh, obviously, it made my list, but uh, that's Bullet Train. Oh yeah, yeah. this movie's hilarious. There's some <laughs> really good action. Oh, God. Um, and the story did leave you guessing and keep you guessing a few different times with kind of did they actually do it did this person do that or these people working to i mean it keeps you guessing the whole I've
0: time i still missed this movie oh yeah i need you, to watch you bullet, train? Like bullet oh. train
1: oh you're going to like know. bullet train yeah
0: i need to watch it. i heard it's right up my alley too. I,
1: I don't like it as much as you do but it's it's well worth your time there's one guy
2: that he can't stop talking about Thomas the Tank Engine and Trains. Like, it's just hilarious. Uh, that's great. That's
1: pretty, um, pretty, pretty dumb in a lot of
2: ways. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my number seven is Bullet Train. It, it's a good time. Uh, a lot of witty banter in it. Uh, a lot of goofy comedy. Like I said, good action. And it'll keep you guessing.
0: All right. I'm pretty stoked about that. I, I need to watch it really bad. My number seven is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. I cried a lot during this movie, (laughs) and uh, it's just a really, really good movie. So, Uh, it just is. It is. It's a wonderful film, and beautiful, Um, it it speaks to people, I mean, it's just really good. Why haven't people seen this yet, is the only question I have. It's really that good. Go check it out. Marcel, The Shell with Shoes
1: on. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. True, it's... Too much. It's nowhere. Yeah, it's, it is yeah. weird. It yeah. wasn't even in St. Louis. I, I went to Nashville. No, I yeah, it was. It was well, down to, yeah, a, a few places. places. and uh Yeah, uh, but uh, I wound up in Nashville, and they only had it at one theater in all of Nashville.
0: I've and not seen a physical copy in. of it, or right, yeah, otherwise I'd
1: buy it. It's, yeah, it is really good film.
0: Yeah, so. so my number seven is Marcel, The Shell With Shoes On, which is my reminder Put your movies out, A24. This is a really good one that everyone (laughs) loves. So I don't know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to hate that film. Uh, uh, Okay, my turn? It sure is. Okay, so just just not really to back up, but I said that uh, uh, Blackbird is a Netflix film. It is not. It's Apple TV.
0: Apple TV. All right.
1: And uh, the reason why I remembered that is because my number six film, which is also Apple TV. I think uh, Cha-Cha Real Smooth was, too. I, I think you're right. Uh, 13 Lives, the documentary of the uh, soccer team, mm-hmm. a Ron Howard film, uh, where the, so- the Thai soccer team, the youth soccer team, got trapped in a cave. It's uh, not really a documentary. It is a film. There are some documentaries out there and actually another film. Um, but this thing was tense, and uh, I learned a lot. It's just about like being a documentary on how to get these kids out. Mm-hmm. I, I did not Know some things, and uh, apparently, uh, they took some risks to get these. Yep. Tried to try to rescue these kids. So Quiet. it is well worth your time to see thirteen lives. I like Another it. Another nine. Maniac well, I, Mike, how about you? All right. Well,
2: uh, my next film's already been mentioned, uh, and that is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, I echo everything that was said earlier and the, uh, the stop motion animation, and it's just oh, man. it's fantastic and one of the best things I've seen in a, in a while in animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just check out Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's it's really good.
0: Don't get it confused with that other Netflix, Pinocchio, that came out either, which I think you did. You watched it and you hated it. Oh, the one with Tom me. Hanks?
1: It, no i, I didn't know. watch it but i didn't know i was looking at it like <laughs> oh is this, that's it. <laughs> Is this the del toro uh <laughs> yeah. thing and i think i found out before i watched it, it is i don't no. know if
0: it had tom hanks in it, did it yeah i think he played uh geppetto oh boy I
2: didn't yeah the it. 2022 pinocchio it's directed by robert zemeckis and yeah it's got tom hanks playing geppetto that one's awful yeah, I've heard really. I bad started movie. it, and honestly, e- even if I don't like the movie, I always try to finish it. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't even bother. Nope. Got about forty five oh. minutes in. I'm like, you bye. Saying that. <laughs> but yeah, my number six, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay. Number six.
0: Crimes of the Future from none other than David Cronenberg. I knew oh. this
2: one was going to be on there somewhere <laughs> for you. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. This is a. Uh, if there's a not-for-Steve movie, this one's pretty
1: far up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few directors I just don't want to watch, and that's one of them.
0: But this thing is weird, weird, weird. Um, probably rivals Crash as his most uh, what-are-you-doing-but-I-love-that-you're-doing-it type movies. Yeah, because I could see why this one, no, hardly anyone is talking about. But the people that it will appeal to, they will. Man, it, it's, it's a really good movie. Um, it divided even his, some of his fans, um, but I really liked it. I thought it was a great return to form for him and basically um, a really good redo because he had done this before. Um, but this was a lot better of a vision of it. So my number six, Crimes of the Future.
1: All right, uh, number five. Uh, I've got one that's already been mentioned, and nope. Uh, Whoa! Uh, it, uh, I know I don't watch too many horror films, but uh, uh, this was a really good one, and uh, I really, I really liked that whole bit about the. <clears throat> they were trying. To, they had that director out there. That was that. That oh, was yeah, really that, a blast. That and, my favorite. Yeah, and, uh, the
0: cinematographer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I tried he's, to do he's the a film. Character. Yeah, they, they just went all in with that guy. And uh, yeah, he zero F's given by that guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that guy put on an almost Nick Cage level. Yeah. Yeah. Performance. <laughs> yeah. It was great.
1: Yeah, it's worth seeing just for him. But the whole movie's really good. So, yeah. uh, Nope is my another nine. Uh, is my number five film. Maniac Mike, what you got?
2: All right, my number five, which I this one's got pooped on by a few people that I know, uh, but yeah. I thought it was one of the most tense movies of the year, and that's The Menu. Oh, um,
1: yeah. I Haven't seen it yet.
2: I really loved this movie. It's, I'm glad you did. It's kind of weird don't get me wrong i mean it's it's really weird <laughs> but it's also really tense and you really have no clue what's going on did you watch this a did second it? time by the way no i haven't i've heard it's better a second time so I'm, I'm willing to give it another chance at some point i'll have to check it out again um i had heard some good things and i'd heard some negative things and i watched it and i, I loved it yeah. um but it seems to the the fan reception is kind of flipping on it. There, there's a lot of people that are just like, yeah, it's overrated, and I'm like, no, it's that's, that's a good movie. Um, I'm
0: glad so. it has an audience for sure, and I think its commentary is fascinating yes. for sure.
2: It, um, it does delve into some odd stuff, and it's very midsummer esque at yes. times. So, but yeah, my number five, the menu.
0: I like it. Good stuff. I like to hear unique things, which definitely are going to be on all of our list, I'm sure. My number five, X. Really good movie. Um, it moved down quite a bit over the year as there's just some stuff I really liked a lot more. But I did like this movie a lot. It, it had a great aesthetic with the 70s bit. I still think it has the best use, usage of Don't Fear the Reaper, which is debatable. There's a lot of really good usages of that in film, but this one takes the cake. And you never really know where it's going. Yep. It's entertaining above all else, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. So my number five is X. Steven Senegal, what is your number five?
1: All right, number four, I may be the only one here that saw this film, uh, Empire of Light. Um, it um, stars Olivia Colman and Michael Ward and a host of others, Colin Firth. There's, there's several people in it. Uh, I went to the theater, actually, to see it and really? didn't know it was uh, Roger Deakins cinematography until yeah. we got into it. And then I'm like, uh, Roger Deakins had to do this. Actually, no, I saw it at home because I looked it up on the phone. And, yep, yeah, Roger Deakins got the, you know, uh, it is a gorgeous film. Uh, it's worth seeing for one shot alone of nice. the film, uh, where they're standing on a rooftop in London uh, with a n- big neon sign, so it's neon soaked, and then fireworks going off in the distance, and you're just awestruck. It was at that point, I go, Roger Deakins had to have done this film, there's only one guy. And yeah. uh, he did. So uh, the film is definitely, it's got a lot to say, but what I thought was interesting about it was it uh, really took an 80s look from Britain at the film industry and maybe right. the decline that was they were seeing uh, not necessarily in the films of today but in the in the industry itself in the in the theater houses and uh, how they were struggling and I appreciated that 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 film a lot cool. um, especially at the end whenever you finally do get to see why it's called Empire of Light and uh, that was uh, Toby Jones was uh, the guy that run their cameras their old old world cameras there Mm -hmm. just a a great cast everybody not a wasted position in in any of it you know and just a beautiful film so if you get a chance to see it Empire of Light is uh, is my number four pick go out and check it out Maniac Mike All right,
2: uh, my number four uh, is the Batman yeah uh (laughs) Robert Pattinson did great in this movie. Uh, I was really interested to see how he'd do. And he did really good. Um, and I also liked how they brought the detective aspect back to the character because...
0: He's the world's greatest detective.
2: Yeah. It, that's, that's really his bread and butter. I mean, yeah, he smacks people around. But he's a detective first and foremost. And uh, I think they, they really brought that out in this movie. I will say it is a little long. Um, and I was... By the end, I was like, "All right, I really want to see how this is going to end." But I could feel the runtime a little bit. Yeah. You know? um, but the Batman, that's a great movie.
1: It is. I, I agree. That well, one finished out at number eleven on me, so uh, you know, wasn't was a good film. And and I agree that Pattinson made a great Batman. Yep. So my number four, The Batman.
0: My number four. I can nearly guarantee this isn't going to be on many people's lists at all. Lux Aterna, Gaspar Noé's film. Yeah,
2: I knew this one was going to be on there, too.
0: But it's good stuff. It's, man, is this an assault on the senses. It's beautiful. This was originally designed to be a perfume commercial, and they made it a whole movie, and it's fascinating and has, I think, the most unique, visceral ending to a movie I've ever seen. Period. It's not got a ton of content, especially for him. That's pretty abnormal. Um, But this ending is wild. And don't watch this if you have any idea. If you even think you may have epilepsy, don't watch this movie. Because the ending is literally strobing red, green, blue lights. And it puts you in a trance, basically, where you're just like, in the same position as these people, just going insane. You're watching it and you're like, holy crap. And it's cool though, because it's just, it's hard to explain without seeing it. It's only an hour and like 15 minutes, it's very short. Um, watch it. If you're kind of in the like daring cinema, it's really good. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome's partner label put out mm-hmm. a uh, version of this film, so I do have the Blu ray. And it's, uh, Quite the film. So my number four is *La Turner.
1: All right. At number three, I got one that's uh, David's already mentioned. Marcel, yeah. the shell with shoes on. Yeah. Uh, I'll just uh, read what I wrote. It's a little piece of my little my my review, which says I I loved how Marcel takes the simple things and make them seem whimsical and profound at the same time. And that that's exactly what he does. I didn't what even read? know this was a show, uh, really, until I. It's like a YouTube series. Yeah, yeah, David was talking about it. but it We can learn a lot from Marcel and, and this culture today. And uh, it is a film that should be watched. He's got shoes. He does have shoes.
0: And they're cute. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so Especially
0: out, when he has to paint them black.
1: Yeah, check out Marcel the Shell. That's number three for me. Mike? My
2: number three. Dun-dun which I know is going to be on another list that has not been mentioned yet. Um, I will not invite you to meet me at the gates of hell.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> no!
2: But uh, my, my number three is The Northman, directed yeah. by Robert A. starring starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kittman, uh, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. I mean, it's it's kind of a who's who. Oh, yeah. And I love the movie. Uh, I think it's brutal. It's dirty. It's filmed great. It's it's pretty all in the same vein. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of mythology and a, and a lot yeah. of scenes. You're like, well, that kind of came out of nowhere, and that's awesome. Look, you know, there, yeah. there's a lot of surprises to this movie. Um. So my number three is The Northman. I'm shocked. It's that I I thought it'd be your number
0: one. Actually. But that just shows how good of a year in movies that is. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. But uh, yeah, definitely like The Northman. My number three. Nope. What a film. Loved it. The ending has got action, western vibes. It's got science fiction. It's got horror. It's got everything you could possibly want in a movie. I was terrified. Um, laughing. At the edge of my seat during its action sequences, it's everything mainstream cinema should be, yep. but with an art house flair. Mm-hmm. And That's on fair. the IMAX, holy crap! I don't know if y'all got a chance to see this in the IMAX, yeah. but that may have been my favorite IMAX experience I ever had. That was crazy cool on the IMAX. So good
1: sound too with that. Yeah, yeah. their, their no, sound, uh, their sound mixing is really
0: good. Oh yeah, and it was loud. Everything about it. Mm. Yep. Oh man, it was cool. What an experience. My number three, Nope.
1: Okay. So uh, my number two film, is, I guess, it's probably another one that nobody's seen. Thanks to <laughs> shout-out to HBO for bringing out several of the uh, Oscar contenders, <laughs> and that is The Banshees of... Inish- I it, do want to see it, this one. Ennis Sorry, I tried to get it right. Ennis So it stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Uh, it is an Irish uh, film. Um, it's quirky, it's funny in its own way, um, but yet at the same time, very serious. Um, and uh, my top pick is uh, will, will be revealed in a minute, um, and I said all year long that it will not get knocked off its pedestal. Um, this film is better. So is this like a
2: crime movie? Is it a no, drama? It's is a it drama.
1: a drama. Okay. It's a it's a drama. Was I on really HBO. Want to see this. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna love it. You might be bored to tears, Mike. I don't know. You don't like art house films, and it really is an art film.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's fair. It but it's on
1: the time. you know this isn't your standard art film because it is so funny. And there's just not funny out loud, but you're like what, uh, and you're chuckling inside. What's the movie closest to it
0: to sell it? Like Manchester by the Sea tone or. Just to sell it, because to be fair, yeah, I already really want to see it. But up to this point, you haven't really said what the movie is <laughs> to sell it to Mike here.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I love Irish films, is the reason. It, I it's nice. true, yeah. Like I, I really hadn't I thought about comparing it to another film, and I really can't think of one off the top of my head. Essentially, it's just a small, um, a small Irish town that is just—it's it barely—it's a village. Everybody knows everybody. Colin Farrell plays, uh, I forget what they call him, but everybody in town calls him like a dimwit. Uh, he's <laughs> he, only, you know, it's just, he doesn't seem to stand out as one, but he's, he, he's a little simple, I guess. And uh, essentially the other guy, um, him, uh, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell's character are best friends, have been for life. And all of a sudden... Brendan Gleason's character now doesn't want to have anything to do with him. Hmm. And it's the, the the film is basically about the whole there's like maybe fifty people in this little village. So everybody knows. Because they go to yeah. the tavern every day, and now Gleason doesn't want to talk to him. Sounds and it's like tearing up. County you know, it's it's tearing up <laughs> the Colin Farrell character because he doesn't know what he did. You know, he has no idea. <laughs> and once you finally figure it out you're like oh my lands you know and it, it, but mixed in with that and I don't want to give it away because it's one of these things that you need to really watch one oh, mixed yeah. in with that is some of the weirdest humor that you'll you know that's dry sense of humor that you're gonna see right. and so yeah it's cool. just a film that you do need to see if I watch it. if you're okay with uh, I mean there's hardly any content to it it's really not much um, but it's a buddy film, really, and it's hard. It's just weird. Oh. And, uh So uh, yeah, I, I can't check it or recommend it enough. It earns one of only two tens on my list this year, and um, I think it's as far as the films go. I, it's probably the best film of the year. I can't believe it didn't get more, more knowledge of that or more acknowledgement than it did. So make sure you check it out. So, uh, Mike you're up alright uh, my number two well my last
2: movie had Ethan Hawke in it and this movie has Ethan Hawke in it and Whoa. he plays the grabber the grabber yeah uh, and that's Black Phone. Uh, this is a a a very it, it is a horrifying movie um
1: it's a kids in peril and it's
2: a and it's a touching movie too um and it's it's hard to watch in some scenes um and it'll get to you if you really just watch, sit down and watch the movie and get into it. It'll get to you. Uh, go watch The Black Phone. It, it was, uh, I, I figured it'd be good, but I didn't know it'd be this good. So my number two is The Black Phone. It is a good film. I like it. My number two.
0: Are you ready? Ready. The second film from this director on the list, Gaspar Noé's <laughs> Vortex. I knew that one was going to be on there somewhere. Holy crap. <clears throat> Vortex. It's the only movie on here I refuse to watch again. I will never watch this again. I can't imagine. <laughs> so that means I know you number one. Yep, you sure do.
1: Uh, I know it is number one, yes. Yeah.
0: But uh, this movie is just fantastic. But its performances are excellent. I think Argento should have been nominated for an Oscar here with his acting performance. Gaspar Noé will never be nominated for a Best Director for (laughs) the reasons of they just don't like his content. But this movie is very different from something he's ever done. It's a full-on drama. Its shock factor comes in how brutally it deals with the topic on hand of basically just an older mind withering away essentially it's dark it's haunting it's something no one wants to acknowledge but is something that everyone kind of goes through whether it directly or seeing it and it's almost cathartic in a way to see it portrayed on film and but it's tough Mm. and it's unflinching it's it's a beautiful film it really is um wonderfully well acted it is long, and it's an experience, and again, probably one you'll only do once, but it's worth having it that one time, for sure. I really do recommend checking out Vortex if you can handle it.
1: No, don't look at me. I'm not watching. Steve, I know your number one movie. It's going to be the same as yours, I'm thinking. So are you feeling the need? <laughs> the need for speed. Oh, yeah. Ah oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. boy. Uh yeah, so apparently uh, mine and Mike's is going to be the same. Um, like I said, if if you're just looking at the quality of a film, Empire of Light and Marcel and and certainly Banshees of Inisherin are maybe better films, maybe. But if you're just looking for one of the greatest films, just just a great time, my number one. And I'm looking at a box of it now. It's Top Gun Maverick. I saw it, I think, four times in the theater and one time at home uh, already, including once at the IMAX, which may have been my best IMAX experience. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of cheesy and corny um, in its way. Uh, it, it, honestly, I don't know. I probably should just shut up and let you talk about it a minute. Um, but, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah, keep it's, talking. Uh, I, I, I love the way they didn't even list a country. It was uh, what? What was the term they kept using in the film that you thought was uh, uh, a hostile state? It wasn't hostile state either way. They didn't refer to a country. They were pretty careful not to. Um, didn't matter. Um, yeah, it's the, the flight sequences alone are legend. I think at this yep. point. Um, I I don't I I love the first one. I really do. It's not. It's a great film. It's a lot of fun. It is nowhere near this good, though. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to them flight sequences. It's oh just, yeah. This is film magic. What they did to I, get to get you in there. It's a really it good the, film. Is it the greatest film of the year? Well, no. But it's, it depends it's the on how you look at it. fun. I mean, it, yeah, I think so. they probably
0: went through some incredible hoops to get yep. what they did out.
1: Yep. Of it. Yep.
0: So. so I can't. Say it may not. It may be the best film, just by their technical merits. I mean, this was incredible to pull off.
2: Yeah, my, I mean, obviously my number one is Top Gun Maverick as well. Uh, I was on the hype train for this for a lot of years. Ooh, ooh. Uh, since <coughs> 2019, whenever the, that first trailer came out, it was uh, towards the end of July, middle to end of July of 2019. Because uh, I remember the night it came out. Yeah. Because uh, I was at the zoo in St. Louis. But uh, I was on the hype train for this movie for a long time. It kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. They only wanted it released in theaters. Which is usually
1: the kiss of death.
2: Yeah, but they only wanted it released in theaters, and I see why. After all the hard work that that crew put in to get those flight scenes, this is probably, I I can see this movie Mm re-released in theaters every 10 20 years or so oh yeah just so you get that theater experience with this film it the theater experience with a good crowd with a good screen with a good sound system i watched this upstairs in 4k with my surround sound on rattling the windows i mean and it's fantastic biggest loudest screen you can yeah and that's how this movie needs to be watched um it's a good story. It doesn't rely just on nostalgia. It's got some winks and nods, and the it does everything you expect it to do. It just does it with greatness. Yeah, uh, I agree. Top Gun Maverick. I do believe it was my only. I, I actually I think I gave two tens this past year, and Top Gun Maverick was
1: one of them. I I will say that the original film, to put it in its in its time, was probably just as awe inspiring. Yep. Uh, and several years later, a, a 3D version of that came out, which I have, and it's really amazing. I hope. I wonder if this one's not going to get the same treatment at some point. It could because the IMAX filming is yeah, wouldn't would let to it the do 4K. that. Um, but the flight sequences are all that was in 3D. Mm. I mean, you know, from uh, from the first one. Yeah. And it really does give a lot of depth and stuff to it. I was pretty, pretty inspired, awestruck by. And, you know the difference and then this thing come out and it just blew that one out of the water which it should I don't mean, know what is it 30 years Yep. it's about 30 years in 86, between. 85 something like so, that so it's 40 years so uh um yeah i agree it's a yep. uh, great great film it's it's honestly what cinema is is for so yeah. all right mike or uh, Dave.
0: <laughs> meet where, where me at the gates of hell uh, the Northman is number one.
1: Only to me. keep you from going in.
0: This is quite the experience. What a film. I don't believe you liked it at all. Yeah, I, did, no.
1: I, I, I did not like <clears throat> it. Much. I don't like it. It's all right. I mean, yeah. it's all right.
0: Beautiful. <clears throat> haunting. Brutal. Beautiful. All these things I can say about it, other than it's just one of those types of movies you just kind of have to see. Yep. I mean... It's a little bit better than Valhalla Rising, but it does remind me of that from another really great art house director. Um, but this this takes it to a whole another level. It's a big budget art house film.
1: Yeah. What is that?
0: I mean, uh, they took a risk. It probably didn't pay off in the box office, but I don't think the producers care because no. fans like me eat this crap up. And it does good for a studio. And it's... It's just awesome. The story's cool. I never felt its length of it, and it is a pretty long movie. And, uh, yeah, just the performances are great. Skarsgård's an absolute animal oh, yeah. in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's haunting, really. I mean, that dude's a beast. So, my number one, The Northman. I loved it. Kind of surprised I loved it that much.
1: I'm not. But, beautiful. You
0: know. It's just the subject matter.
1: Yeah, I didn't even make my top twenty. Sorry.
0: Well, I could say the same thing about Top Gun.
1: Yeah, apparently, apparently not.
0: Although I did really love Top Gun. By the way, I think it's a great movie.
1: So, I would say uh, the the consensus, the roundtable consensus, just doing quick math in my head, has to be Nope as the group's favorite film of the year. I was gonna yeah. say that one was. Since I had five, you had where? I had a date. And you had it higher than I did, three? Yeah. What
2: about uh, Pinocchio? David, did you have Pinocchio? Nine. Nine? I didn't didn't have it on there.
1: Okay, you didn't. Okay, I was just outside of it.
2: It's a very different list on all accounts, which
0: is really cool. But yeah, no probably would be that. Although, uh, one thing I'll say is I think if you're a – I did my list intentionally pretty different. Just a lot of stuff that I didn't see talked about a whole lot throughout the year. I really wanted to talk about. Now, these are my favorite movies because that's the type of stuff I like. But if I'm going to choose like a mainstream movie, like if someone asks me what's the best movie of the year and I don't know what their film
2: tastes are, I'm probably going to tell them Top Gun. If that makes any sense. I honestly, and and I can't say this about very many films, I honestly do not know anybody that has seen Top Gun and was like, yeah, I didn't like it. I honestly. (laughs) I got
1: one. (laughs) Who? <laughs> you won't be shocked. My, uh, my my brother Glenn. He said he was bored to tears. He said it's the same film as the other one. And and is. in some ways he's uh, right.
0: I've got no comment. Uh,
1: you know, I can't deny what he's what he said. He didn't hate the film. He said it's just the same film, you know, and I said, "Yeah, okay, you're I can't argue that, but what about the flight sequences? They were pretty cool." Go, see, back to watch
0: it, go back to watching It's a Wonderful Life.
2: <laughs>
1: don't I don't it be it. mean.
2: So uh, I never heard anybody say that, so I yeah. can still say that. I'm
0: not being mean. Yeah. If he likes um, it, It's a Wonderful Life, you go right ahead.
2: But, yeah, I'd, I'd say our top consensus is nope. It's, it's on all three of our lists. What a film. Um, what yeah. a film.
1: It, it is a really good film. And like I said, for a guy that doesn't watch much art, I'll watch, well, I could watch. I can watch this movie anytime. Yeah. It's one of those types Nope's of movies I want. And I will say that Black Phone didn't make my top ten. It is a really good film. I watched it twice. Actually, and we had a fun theater
0: experience with uh, that too. Yeah. Basically, by ourselves, like four weeks yeah. after it came
1: out. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good film. I, I bought it's a Red Box copy. Every once in a while, I'll sneak by the Red Box, and and Ironton they've got movies for sale all the time. Most of the time, three dollars or well three ninety nine. But I get my coupons and scrounge around well, in the dumpster. Go. And uh, pulled that one out for another couple bucks so your mom could watch it. I agree. And uh, she liked it. Yep. But he is creepy.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. But we're going to have to close out the show because it's time for us to go. Renfield. Let's see. Renfield. So until next time, we will talk to y'all later.